Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. So it's something that's been a true passion of Mitch McLennigan and I is, is American sport over the last couple of weeks because it's a busy time up there in North America. Seth Partnow is an analyst for The Athletic and author of The Mid-Range Theory. He is all across the analytics in the NBA and it's halfway point in the season. NBA all-star teams not far away from being selected, which means the crunch of all NBA performers, the MVP narratives, all of that good stuff is just around the corner. And Seth Partner has been good enough to take time to join us this morning on the show. How are you doing, Seth? I'm doing very well. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, no, thanks for taking our call again. We, we loved catching up with you before the season. So halfway through, why don't we lead off with maybe what have the biggest surprises been for you? Are, are there any teams or any characters or individuals that you would never have seen coming in the preseason? Uh, it's funny. We talked. I remember when we talked at the start of the season. I was kind of down on the Chicago Bulls, and for a while, that looked like I had some egg on my face. And then, and basically, in the last week, uh, it's gone a little pear shaped for them. They're still. I still still think they're a surprise team of the season, uh, but they're maybe settling back from you know being one of the the top teams in the Eastern Conference. Um, the big the big news right now is probably the team has been playing the best in the NBA over the last month, month plus has been uh, the Memphis Grizzlies, who were a team I think a lot of people liked, but it seems like they are arriving as a force a year or two ahead of schedule. Yeah, they did a big piece yesterday in the halftime show um, on Stephen Adams and how much work he does off the ball and just said how important he is to to that side, um, just giving uh, the other guys a lot more room and time on the ball. Um He's in my all-star team just because he's a Kiwi, obviously. But he's playing some good basketball at the minute, isn't he? He really is, and he's you know he kind of added to the legend uh, uh, yesterday. By if uh, if folks saw the highlights, <laughs> there's a little bit of a, of a of a fracas late in the game, and he just uh, you know picked up Tony Bradley, who's a, a very large human being himself, and sort of uh, deposited him several feet away from the action with uh, no visible effort. So uh, Stephen Adams continues to be uh, first team all. Don't want to meet in dark alley. <laughs> but no, no, but he's the. Uh, but he's no, he's 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 playing great for them. He's uh, he, as you said, it's, it, he's a he's a subtle uh, performer in terms of what he brings, in terms of his ability to screen, to to pass the ball uh, very well from from the high post area. Uh, he's he's one of the best in the NBA at uh, sort of boxing out around the basket and allowing mm. his teammates to to rebound. Um, he he's a player who hasn't necessarily always had the the highest rebound totals himself, but his teams have always. Uh, been been excellent rebounding teams, and he certainly helped the, the Grizzlies in that area as well. Yeah, I thought I saw something the other day saying he was right up there in offensive rebounds this year, like yes. top yeah top five or something like that. So he might even be close to number one. So he's having a great season. Um, a couple of your colleagues, um, Bill Oram and Sam Amick, I think I'm saying that right, um, suggested that sources are saying that Frank Vogel's job is in serious jeopardy, uh, even despite that Jazz win. Uh, what's your take on that? Um, there's an expression in the NBA that you can't fire the players. 
So when mm-hmm. when things 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 go wrong, when a team is disappointing, and uh, the the like any team with LeBron James on it at this point in his career, it's championship or bust season. Um, they've been not very good for reasons that have not a whole lot to do with Frank Vogel, but. Um, you know, the players have guaranteed contracts, and if you feel like you have to do something, uh, the coach is usually the guy who uh, who gets in the neck in that situation. Yeah, that's true. Oh, sorry. Um, I, I just, Russell Westbrook was really good last night. He shot at 33%, and, and he did a bit of cleaning. <laughs> I reckon that was his, uh, used the mop on the floor, so that was one of his best performances. Yeah, no, I mean, I think when I say that uh, the things that aren't really um, – you know Frank Vogel's fault, like just the the fact that they they traded for Russell Westbrook, who is about as opposite the kind of player you would think would uh, uh, would 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 thrive alongside LeBron James and Anthony Davis, but they traded for him anyway, and they <laughs> traded all of their depth away, and and unsurprisingly that hasn't really worked very well, um, which uh, a lot of people saw coming before the season. So, but again, the coach is the guy who takes the blame for that, even if the uh, the, the folks who put the team on the field or, or team on the court are probably much more to blame. Hey, Seth, I was just filling out my um, fan all-star picks, and, and I really couldn't even make an argument for Anthony Davis to be in the starting lineup. I just, I've been so uninspired by him this year. What's the rumblings around why maybe AD hasn't been able to get to that dominant form that he we've known over the, the last two seasons for the Lakers? Uh, well, the, the biggest thing is obviously he's been hurt a lot. Um, the second thing is, um, I think that, that people probably have a little bit of a false impression of Anthony Davis as a player from his, his playoff run, uh, in the bubble in 2020. Um, that's been the, 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 the extended period of basically the best jump shooting of his life. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he, he shot, uh, f- you know, uh, around 50% from mid range, um, close to 40% from three, and he's done basically over the course of his career That's he hasn't really matched those figures ever. So he's kind of almost receded back into the player we're more used to seeing, and then he's always been a guy who's picked up little injuries here and there, and that's really kind of caught up to him a lot this season. Um, and, and so um, it's combined for him to be, as you say, pretty disappointing this season. I keep waiting if we go to the Eastern Conference. I keep waiting for the, as you said, the Bulls bubble kind of popped a little bit. But the Cleveland Cavaliers one, I mean, I, I can't stop. Yeah, kind Jared of just, Allen's been awesome. I kind of, and, and even Mobley, and, and these guys are just playing, and then there's a little bit of veteran presence on the on the squad. I just keep waiting for the bubble to pop. But, like, is there a chance it doesn't? And these guys are actually legitimate top four seeds here? I mean, they're, they're, they're the most fun story in the league this year. Certainly, like um, they they uh, they've even survived like the, the the loss for the season of of one of the best kind of good vibes players in the league in Ricky Rubio, and kind of the the, the good times have continued. Um, you mentioned Jared Allen, you mentioned Evan Mobley, uh, both of whom I think have credible All Star cases, and then um, the big story has really been the or a big story alongside those has been Darius Garland. Um, who is really looking like like an all star uh, point guard for them? Um, he's he's maybe a, a step below uh, John Morant from Memphis in terms of of how he's progressed this year. But really, even as the other players in the backcourt have kind of gotten hurt, he's been pretty spectacular for for a good two three months now. And that's the three of those players combined with 
you know, kind of good performances, bounce back performances from some of their veterans. Uh, Kevin Love is, is is shooting the ball about as well as he ever has. Chetty Osman has found his three point stroke again. Um, they're just a they're they're a pretty good team. Are they a team that I think can challenge a relatively full strength uh, Milwaukee or Brooklyn in the playoffs? That feels a touch too early, but mm. they certainly seem like they're on their way. All right, so uh, we're almost halfway through. We're almost there. So uh, what's your pick for for the final series? Uh, who's winning each conference? Or what are we seeing? I know I'm early pick, but I like these midseason picks. I like you know hearing at I, this point who would be your finalists. If I kind, if I had to pick today, I think we're going to see a rematch. I think it's it's uh, yeah. Bucks Suns round two. Wow, yeah, Suns are looking good. Okay. Yeah, no, they're, they're and they're sort of flying under the radar because you know they they didn't have the sort of explosive start to the year that Steph Curry had, uh, but the, the Warriors have kind of faded back in touch, and the Suns are just kind of quietly just doing their business. Um, but it's extremely impressive, and, and you, you see a team oftentimes. Um, the Atlanta Hawks are a perfect example. The team kind of overachieves in the postseason in one year and then forgets to do all the work that kind of got them to that point the next year. And the Suns have been just the opposite of that. Like, I don't, it, it, it may sound like a left-handed compliment, but they have been just tremendously professional in their approach this year. And, and that's, it's, it's really been impressive. Yeah, well, in a, in a season where there's already been so much disarray and uh, confusion with COVID and all that stuff, I mean, maybe that's all it really takes, Seth. Hey, if I can just ask you this before we let you go. I know you sure. you appreciate numbers and, and analytics, but I'm wondering, nowadays, the MVP race and these awards, how much of them are narrative-driven towards actually what a most valuable player is for a team? And, and how much of it is up to the interpretation of these voters versus actually statistical evidence that this player is dominating for their team, putting them in a position to win the championship? I mean, I think it's, it's, it's a tremendous amount of narrative, and I don't think that's a problem. Uh, uh, above and beyond the fact that there isn't really a definition for what most valuable means, um, and so you're almost you're almost arguing like those assumptions as much as as which player has been the best. Yeah. Like Nikola Jokic has been has been every bit as good this year as he was last year. The team around him isn't as good, so the Nuggets mm. aren't as much part of the a part of the conversation. Does that mean he should or shouldn't be in, in the same place in the MVP discussion? I don't know. I I think that we do. I think it's okay to to, uh, to in, include some measure of team performance in there because we're really when we're we're looking back, you know, who won the MVP in twenty twenty two? It would certainly be nice if that player was was on a team that kind of mattered to the the outcome of the season, you know. So it's a tough question. It's one we. It's one that really gets gets argued about a lot whether it should be just individual achievement or how much team success should factor in. And I don't know if there's one answer that you ever get anyone, everyone to agree on. Well, well said, mate. That's, that's awesome stuff. If you want to go follow Seth Partner, go to um, at Seth Partner, Anchorage Man on Twitter. Go have a look and see some of his great work around the NBA. Appreciate your time again, mate. We really, really appreciate having you back on the show. Yeah, thanks a lot for having Thanks for having me back. Uh, anytime. Awesome. There you go, Seth. He is a legend, and he uh, like he's he's deep into his NBA analytics, but also just covering the league in general, Mitch. And I, the reason I asked about the NBA, just uh, the MVP discussion, is mm. because I th- I think he's bright. That's kind of where I was angling. Like, it's almost you're not just debating the actual of award victor. 
You're debating what an MVP is to you. And I look at halfway through the year now, and I look at a guy like Nikola Jokic, who is just carrying the nuggets and end up not going to be a one, two, three seed. Yep. But he's having a career best year. He won it last year. His performance hasn't dropped. So do you take points off him that he do, he lost a couple of teammates? Or by definition, he was your MVP last year. So how can Wouldn't you strip you pump it, it up him? even more? The fact that he's actually got them somewhere thereabouts, actually winning some games by himself, basically. It's a bit like LeBron. LeBron's going to be in that frame. And he's basically carrying the Lakers to any kind of like stop them from being embarrassed every game. I mean, they have been embarrassed. But like by not as much <laughs> as they would be without LeBron. Yeah, or just a. It, that's right. Or on the flip side, it's one of these like professional outfits, mm. like um, the Phoenix Suns, for example, as Seth alluded to. They're just professional. Chris Paul, he's just driving them. Yep, yeah, he is. Or Morant, you know, you're talking about one of one of the best point guards in the game at the minute. So, you know, he's taking the Grizzlies, um, you know, into contention. So, have you have you um, done your homework? I have. Do you want to see it? I do. So we're going to pick our we're going to pick our starting East and West All Star teams. Um, this is a fan vote. You can go to NBA dot com and, and have your say. It's a quite a cool concept. I've always loved this. And we'll go. What do we go? West. You give your West. I'll give my West, and we we'll go East. Okay. Cool. I've got LeBron, Jokic. I've got Adams there. Just I just want to see the big man there. No, it's sentimental, mate. I know. It's, I know he won't be there, but every vote counts. I've been told every vote counts. So. He's in there. Then I've got Curry and Morant. I think you're pretty much bang on apart from your novelty pick. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Steph Curry, John Morant in the backcourt. I've got LeBron James, Nikola Jokic. Now, the fifth guy I've typically really not had much time for at all. I just couldn't really work out if he was just a good stats, bad team guy. But this year, I just think he's playing defense and he's still shooting the ball. He might be the best shooting center ever. Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, I mean, so impressed with the way he's actually leveled up again for the Timberwolves. I kind of thought he might be a bit of a wasted wasted career. I still don't think his best work will be in Minnesota yeah. because I think Minnesota's shown time after time you have to leave to actually reach your potential. True, but yeah, I've been loving Case. Where Cat. would you want to see him play? Oh, Matt, just a good team, you know. <laughs> just a good so the Bulls with a good point guard, probably <laughs> actually with a good point yeah. guard. Yeah, I think these big guys like you can never really unshackle them yeah. unless you have put them with a good guard. So that kind of kicks on to my East team. Um, good point guard, like assist-wise, uh, I really like Ball. I like Mellow Ball. I've put him in my all-star team. LaMelo Ball? LaMelo Ball. Oh, let's go. Yeah, bro. I, yeah, I've loved the way he's playing his, playing his ball. <laughs> no pun. No pun intended. Um, I just like... And, uh, Have I'm you got thinking, Lonzo at the other spot? No. LaVar at Smallford? That'd be hilarious. Eh? <laughs> Leandro Powell? Yeah. <laughs> But I just like I just like the way he's playing his playing his basketball. Um, he's there for the fellas. He be he'd be so entertaining, mate. He'd be so entertaining in an all star game, wouldn't he? Mate, he looks fun to play with, doesn't he? He looks so fun to play with. And he's always there like setting the boys up. Mm. I just love that. And that's when I watch the all stars, like that's the kind of stuff I want. I know it's not a but that's what I'm picking more what I want to see okay. on the court. I've got Trey Young um as my other backcourt. Um then I've got Durant. Arkumbo, yep. <laughs> I'm so bad with names. I'm Philippe, so, co- yeah. co- co- and Joel Embiid. Yeah, nice. So. Kate, gutted to see Katie's going to be out for six to eight with that um, knee injury, but he's been, you know, he was probably the MVP favourite. I don't know what the odds were, so I, I agree. Back, uh, front court, Antetokounmpo, Durant, Embiid, Trey Young, and again, just one difference. Mm. I got You've got to reward DeMar DeRozan. 
Oh yeah. For okay. me, you've got to reward Demar Derozan. Like he went to the Spurs, and everyone thought it was a kind of like a maybe that's where his career would tail off after yeah. the Raptors. But nah, he just learned how to he learned how to actually be a, a kind of a game controller, how to pass, how to mm. run pick and roll. Still just lethal from the mid range. Shoots more threes than he probably wants to, but it's because what the team needs. And I think you got to give someone reward the credit that. for where the Bulls hit. Yeah, you got to reward someone for where the Bulls And I just don't think Zach Levine has been as consistent as DeMar. So those oh, are yeah. our sides. Double eight, double three, oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. The Kennard Tire phone line is there for you. Hoops fans, let us know. Where have we gone right? Where have we gone wrong? There's plenty of great messages stacking up here. Some racing, some cricket, and some basketball or a big multi. We'll get to those after this. It is 20 minutes past seven here with Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day.